Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Now, because of its geography and its abundant open land, Texas is one of the prime candidates for solar panel installation. As of 2020, Texas had a grid-connected photovoltaic capacity of nearly 8,000 megawatts. And just, recent, just recently, Rosenden's Renewable Energy Group began constructing the largest solar power project in the state. When it's complete, the Actina Renewable Power Project will consist of 1.4 million solar modules across 4,000 acres in Wharton County, and it should have the energy capacity to power 100,000 homes. Needless to say, we're excited to learn more about this venture. And on the line, we've got Rosenden's James Christofuli. So James, welcome aboard. And could you tell us a little bit about Rosenden and their working relationship with Tokyo Gas America for the Actina Project? Yeah, thanks a lot, Jason, and thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, this project's been in development for a few years. It actually started with uh, a private developer, Hecate, that, that we were negotiating with. Oh, God, God, it, it probably goes back two years, two and a half years. Um, it, it's, these projects tend to take, a, to, to take a pretty long time through development. Uh, we've, I've built a couple jobs that, that were you know, kind of the, on the books for 10 years before they come to fruition. So uh, we, we negotiated the project with Hecate uh, in, in tandem with Tokyo Gas's legal department. And then uh, what happens a lot in our industry is the projects are sold off. So Hecate sold the project to Tokyo Gas, and it became the first job that TGA has begun construction on in the United States. Uh, so it's been a fantastic relationship with their group. Uh, we have a, a pretty, pretty solid team on site. Uh, pretty open communication, and uh, hopefully we'll be moving forward with, with more jobs around the Houston area. Right, right. Now, now, other than what I mentioned in the intro, why did Tokyo Gas America and Rosenden uh, choose Texas for this project? Uh, well, at most solar projects are chosen. There's uh, a, a couple of major concerns. The, the distance to local transmission substation, this project, uh, we're about four and a half miles from a 345 kV substation. So it's, it's because of, of Southeast Texas and the oil and gas industry, there's a, a pretty robust transmission industry. Uh, so it, it allows us to connect and deliver a lot of power to the grid in a single location. Uh, land is you know, relatively cheap in the area, whether it's a purchase or a lease agreement. So those are kind of the two major things. And then, of course, uh, is the land good? Is it, is it rocky? Is it hilly? Is, it, does it need, is there a lot of civil work? doesn't need a lot of attention before you can actually install the solar array. So uh, the land in southeast Texas is primarily farmland. Uh, most of the property, it's, it's around 3,800 acres, and uh, there was one single landowner, uh, Mr. Ramsey, who, who owned about half that, uh, and then he worked with the, the other local landowners when they initially cut this lease deal. So that's why this, okay. this area in Texas was selected. Oh, good, good. So... Could, could you explain the technical details of, of Actina? You know, what sort of energy capacity are you shooting for, and how does that jive with the parent company's goals through 2030? Well, I'll answer the second the second portion first. Uh, Tokyo Gas's goals, from what I understand, are last conversation, and, and they, they seem to change and gyrate and continue to expand. Uh, five gigawatts in the next uh, three years, so this is about 631 megawatts DC capacity and 500 megawatts on the AC side. 
Uh, so it's a good start for them. Uh, they're looking at other projects in the area for procurement. Their U.S. headquarters is based in Houston, so they're, they're probably going to select a lot of stuff between Houston, Dallas, uh, all the way up towards Waco. You know, conversations are ongoing about the possibilities. Uh, technically, like I said, we, we're delivering the power at 345 kV on the transmission side. The AC collection on site is done at 35 kV. The solar modules, we actually have uh, five or six power classes, which is a little odd, especially on a, on a project this size. Uh, the, the modules themselves are Jinko, manufactured in China, and they we've got four, God, 395, 400, 405 watt modules for the first 70 megawatts, and they're they're all installed. We're, we're missing a couple hundred, and then that portion of the job will be done, and then the rest of the project uh, will be four, oh God, 455, 460, and 465 watt modules. So that that makes up the difference. Uh, okay. What else? What else well, would you I, like to know? Oh no, I, I think you did a pretty good job of covering it. But I, I read in your okay. press release that uh, for this project, uh, Rosenden hired 500 employees and union contractors with the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, and and this is uh, another one of the uh, the big pieces of news to come out of this project that 30% of this team is female. Uh, we, We've, dis we've long discussed the gender disparity in, in engineering, and, and it's a serious problem across the country. So what's the significance of this for Rosenden, and why do you think women are so underrepresented throughout the industry? Uh, the, the, let, me, let me see if I can break this down. So we, we haven't quite hired all the folks yet. Uh, we'll, we'll get there eventually. We're, we're Rosenden uh, direct hires. We're hovering right around 200. Uh, we expect that we will be up to probably 350. We will have over 500 total employees on the job. So that includes civil and our racking contractor and, and their, our pile driver and all that. Uh, on, the, on the union side, you know, Rosen is the, the largest uh, electrical union contractor in, in the United States. So we teamed up with uh, IBEW Local 716 out of Houston for this project. Uh, there, there wasn't a tremendous intention of hiring uh, on the craft side the number of female employees we have. It's just worked out this way. Um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I, I won't say unskilled labor, but the, the folks that, that install the solar modules, it's a good entry possibility into the construction industry. Uh, and we've, we've had a, a tremendous response from, from females. <laughs> Uh, the the office staff, so our management, uh, our our field supervision is we're right under 50% uh, female versus male. Uh, it it didn't again it didn't start out intentional, uh, but it just seemed to work out that way. Uh, over time, you know, Rosenden has a has a tremendous uh, diversity program. Uh, we we measure people on on merit and and not based on you know, relationships or, or sex or, or anything else. So uh, the, the folks that I have working for me on the job site, uh, again, we, we, we select the people that are, that are the best at what they do. Uh, so, you know, for example, my senior uh, safety manager on site, my divisional uh, safety manager is a, is a lady uh, because she's the best at what she does. Uh, our our on-site quality control manager is a lady. Uh, one of our major uh, superintendents, uh, Skyler, is she's handling all the module installs, so she's got she'll have upwards of about 150 to 200 people working for her directly. Uh, so you know what what are what are we doing 
to, to increase the, the possibility. Uh, first of all, I absolutely agree with you. It's, it's amazing the disparity in the construction industry. Uh, maybe it, it's tough to get past the bias that, that this is just a, a man's industry uh, in construction. Uh, there's, there's a lot of history to that. You know, in my lifetime in construction, uh, it's, it, it's, it's tough to get past that, that you know, inherent expectation that if, if, you're, if you're not a man, you're not going to make it with what we do, uh, and that, that's just not the case anymore. The, the, the young folks that are, that are coming out of college on the management side, uh, the, it, it's a tremendous number of, of, of ladies, uh, whether it's engineering or, or project management or, or on the quality side, uh, and they're, they're fantastic. They're wonderful. I, I, like I said, I just picked pick the best folks. We go through the inter, interview process. Uh, the, the ladies I have working for us either interned for Rosen and previously or come, came from other divisions uh, or just through the hiring process, through the interview and hiring process. So I don't know if that could you answer the question or not. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the, the country has just ha not really figured it out, as, as you alluded to, and, and it's, that's, that's really neat that, um, that you guys uh, have such a huge percentage of workers that are female. But before I let you go, uh, James, when do you foresee the project being complete and, and how will it be rolled out exactly? It, uh, the project's broken down into four phases, so we turn over uh, 30%, 20%, 30-20 over the next year now. So the first 30%, it's 150 megawatts on the AC side, uh, is scheduled to be complete the middle of July. Um, the next phase right behind it is just a few weeks after that, so that's the uh, 250 megawatts total, uh, September 1st, and then phase three, the next 150 is December 1st, and then the end of the project is uh, end of first quarter, around the end of March next year. So oh, excellent. Well, well, thanks for your time, James. On, on behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time, and to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy, and have a great day.